So how uh, how did uh, last week go with prayer? More challenging than I thought. Yeah, yeah huh? A lot more. Any other thoughts? 30 minutes is a long time. 30 minutes is quite a long time. What about uh, during that time? What did you guys find yourself doing or experiencing? Praying the rosary. Mm-hmm. Getting off track. Yep. Reading Ecclesiastes. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. All is vanity. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, good. So uh, we're going to try to keep that up naturally. And so first thing I talked about step one, right, was trying to eliminate uh, major areas of sin in our life to try to actively work that out. These things can take time, but to make sure that we're intentionally trying to cut these things out because they directly, in a very concrete way, separate us from God. Ergo will affect your prayer and then secondarily the next step is to show up because if you don't show up obviously nothing's going to happen in prayer because you're not even there well third something that father jacques philippe talks about very concretely is not just methods in prayer but dispositions does anybody remember why he said dispositions versus methods. Any ideas? Pop quiz. Exactly. Exactly. Because if we start off with methods and if that's our first focus, right, then our first focus is, well, what do I need to do in order to make prayer work? In the sense of as if we're saying the magic words, we're doing the magic things, And therefore, we're putting in the combination to open the door to heaven such that God will be permitted to speak to us, right? Well, of course, the fundamental thing is to understand that it's not what we do in prayer, per se, but what God does in us. On our own, we can't do anything in prayer that will actually make it work, right? God is the one who ultimately is always revealing himself to us. Just as in the incarnation, right? Jesus came down to us, revealed himself to us. And so we might initially think, well, if that's the case, then like, what are we doing here? And how do I ensure that that happens? And what if God doesn't feel like speaking to me today? Great questions. Well, let's look at what those dispositions look like. And perhaps as you found yourself sitting in prayer for 30 minutes or what you're trying to do prayer, perhaps, or it feels like I don't even know what I'm doing here. Let's take the negative route first in the sense of saying what our disposition is not before we say what our disposition is. So frequently we can be influenced by uh, movements around us. So prayer is one, not mindfulness. Mindfulness is being aware of the moment, right? It's a big thing nowadays. It's helpfully emotionally and psychologically and whatnot to kind of relax, put things away. Okay, but mindfulness in and of itself is just kind of turning inwardly and there's no actual relationship with God in there. And so it's not just being mindful of what's going on in your heart, your mind, your thoughts, your feelings and desires, but also 
sharing then what you're aware of with God. It's not centering prayer. It's actually de-centering. Because we're not trying to center upon ourselves, but to center upon God. So in that sense, it's a de-centering onto God. It's also not Buddhist meditation. Because in that, it's a pure emptying of self or a pure emptying of thoughts. Because what are you going to lead to if all you're doing is just trying to empty yourself? But, well, emptiness. Rather, it's such that we could be emptied of ourselves in order to be filled then with God. Nor is it yoga, right, as Father Jacques Philippe puts out initially. It's an openness and attentiveness to the Trinity. Nor is it like Hindu mantras where you do the Am thing, right? Because the purpose of that is to kind of hum yourself into oblivion, but rather it's to rest in the presence of God, not in oblivion or nothingness, but in the presence of an other. And nor, and this is perhaps where we can uh, fall into the most easily, Neither is it any sort of self-actualization or self-realization technique, right? We don't do prayer for the sole purpose of trying to make ourselves better. Although that's an effect, that's a side effect, but that shouldn't be our end or our goal. And if that is our disposition, I found myself doing this very frequently, where my disposition would be like, oh, I'm doing this for myself, I want God to fix me, God, here's all my problems. Please fix me right now so that I can be better. God is like, uh-uh. The purpose is to be in relationship with me. That's the number one goal. The point, the end, is God in and of himself. The effect of being in relationship with God is such that he can then orient us towards himself and draw us ever more deeply to himself. But again, if the focus is inward, if it's pointed in on ourselves, then we're not having the right disposition and God's going to have to try to move us into the correct disposition such that then we can be open to receiving what he has to give to us. So what should our dispositions look like? Well, I suggest as we begin prayer, as you begin those 30 minutes, the time of silence, as you begin entering into that what seems like kind of a void from the noise that we're so used to, is first to remind yourselves of truths. And where do we, of course, find truths very easily and quickly, but in Scripture. And this main disposition, all of these truths that I'm going to list out, come with the disposition of faith and trust. Faith and trust. So one, God promises to us that he is present to us. He says, I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. So that as you're sitting there, to push away the temptation to think that God is just kind of leaving us in the silence, but you make that act of faith and the trust, I will come to you, he says. God desires a relationship more with me than I do with him. And I think very practically we can know this and understand this, right? How many times we turn away from God, how hard it is for us to even get our butts into the chapel, into the church, 
or even just to set aside time to be with God, right? He desires a relationship with you more than you desire a relationship with him. He came to die for you 2,000 years before you were even born. And what does he say, though? Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. God does promise that he will sanctify us. Remain in me as I remain in you. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. God promises that he will care for us. And this is one of my favorite ways to begin prayer, is just to remind myself of this scripture verse. He says to us, Fear not, little flock. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It gives God pleasure. He delights in giving us the kingdom. And so as we're sitting there in prayer and we're feeling like nothing's happening, what's going on, why am I wasting my time here? One away, you are wasting time. You're wasting time with God. Right? Because what is the height of our human experience at a lot of times? It's not work per se, getting things accomplished, but frequently it's wasting time with our families, with our friends, with our loved ones, right? We're not necessarily doing anything per se, we're just spending time with them, sharing our hearts, sharing our lives with them, wasting time with other people. Well, so too with God. And again, if we have that disposition of, right, I'm not here just to make myself get fixed, although that would be great. <laughs> you could help me out with that. But nevertheless, I'm here because I want to love you, God, because I want to spend time with you. And it is a good and beautiful thing to waste time with you because it is your desire to give me the kingdom. It is God's desire to always be present with us. He desires a relationship with me more than I do with him. And so ultimately, that disposition of faith and trust is to make that act of faith and to make that act of trust that whatever God desires to do with that time in prayer, he will do it. And whatever happens, that's what he desires. And to let go of that and to continue to show up, continue to give him that time such that he can continue to work on our hearts. So two weeks from now, we'll actually get more to methods. But first, it's that act of trust, that act of faith, that continual perseverance in showing up.